Welcome to CalCast, your creator national podcast. Welcome, GNN fans, to another episode of God Network News, the podcast that tells you what God's doing around the world, not what CNN tells you, but what GNN tells you is going on in the world. If you're tired of listening to all of that crisis network news and you want to hear what God's doing, well, give us a listen. Greetings, God Network News fans, to another great episode where we're going to be listening to more stories by my friend, Shefan. Shefan works in Africa, and he is telling a story about how God moved mightily amongst the Yao people, who are a Muslim people group uh, in uh, Mozambique. He was speaking about his friend who works with him as well in the same organization. Shefan shares the story about this brother and how he just believed God and did the possible and helped people and loved the unlovely. And people were just touched and gripped by this love. And they wanted to know, who is this God? that you're speaking about. So sit back and relax and listen to this amazing story how God reached the Yao people. Here we are, God Network News fans, for another exciting uh, story from Shefan, who is going to tell us a bit today about a movement that's happening amongst the Yao people, also of Mozambique, but I guess it's the northern part of Mozambique. And so this is really exciting in Africa, uh, God moving by his Holy Spirit and using ordinary people to do extraordinary things. If they're just obedient to do the next thing God tells them to do, and even if it's a crazy thing, they, they're obedient and they see God come through in miraculous ways. Could you tell us about the story about the Yao, Shefan? Yes, thanks, thanks, Calvin. Um, yes, the Yao people are one of the largest unreached people group in not only in uh, Mozambique, but they stretch all the way up to Lake Malawi and wow. then into the north of Mozambique. Wow. Um, sorry, Malawi. Yeah. So Malawi, uh, Mozambique, um, um, and and um, you you we drive in that area you drive through villages upon villages where there is just nothing no wow. no gospel witness wow um and this is because for a long time they have been considered by many churches as being very very hard to reach mm. so you will find um, Anglican churches and Methodist churches in those in those communities, but they have different tribes, but not the Yao. Mm, mm. um, many of these denominations had given up on the Yao. 
So um, the, the story that I'm going to tell is the story of um, a, a young man and his wife who went to live amongst them. His, mm. name, was Gerald, his, his name is Geraldo. Mm. Um, he went to live in a village and um, his training, part of his um, church planting training requires that when you go into a village, you look for a man of peace. Mm. And he was looking around and was struggling to find, you know, who is the man of peace he could talk to. So he went to see the chief, but he was told that the chief was very, very sick. Mm. So still he insisted, he said, can I still see him? I want to ask for something. So the chief was brought out on a stretcher from his from his room where he was sleeping. And what it was, was this, this chief had had um, a wound on his um, leg, which possibly was cancerous or, or something like that, but it was really bad. And um, Geraldo describes it as one of the worst things that he had ever set his eyes upon. The chief was convinced that it was sorcery. Mm. He said, it's witchcraft because I'm a chief. Someone wants to kill me using witchcraft. Mm. Mm. So Geraldo then said to him, listen, I'm trained as a, as a nurse or a primary health care worker. I'm willing to come and, and just clean the wounds. He said, well, look at it. It's, it's smelly. No one wants to do this work. Mm. My own sons have stopped coming. They don't even oh, care for me. Gosh. So, you know, you, you don't belong here. You are not from my tribe. And um, why should you want to come and do this? And Gerald said, well, just allow me if you can, because it's bad. If you leave it like this, mm. you might end up losing your leg. So mm. he's reluctantly he said yes. Mm. And Gerald just committed himself to doing this on mm. a daily basis, cleaning wow. him. Not only cleaning his wound, but he would carry him into the bathroom and shower him. Wow. Something that he had no one to do. Oh you know, goodness. if his wife didn't do that, there was nobody else who could do it. Wow. Um, one day when Gerald came to, to do this um, little ministry, yeah. um, he found that the chief had about several men with him, about 10 or 15 men around him. Some of, them were, some of them were his counselors, his advisors. Mm. And um, after the traditional greetings and um, the, you know, the politeness, you know, just yeah. sitting there yeah. talking, yeah. the chief said, I called these men to tell them that I think you are the most amazing person I've ever seen or wow. come across. Wow. You are not my son. You are not from my tribe. You are not from this region even. You come from quite a long way from here. Yeah. But since you knew about my problem with my wound on my leg, you have not stopped coming here to look mm. after me. Even to the point of taking me into the shower, into the bathroom to give me a bath. Mm. If no one, if you had not done that, I wouldn't be sitting here talking. Mm. You ask these men, they will tell you that I was spending most of the time in bed because I was very mm. sick. Mm. Now I'm getting better. I'm getting outside. I'm talking. I'm discussing issues that need to be sorted out mm. because of you. And then he said to the man, whatever message this young man has brought, we need to hear it. Wow. Because we think he is here for something more than just coming to clean my wounds. Wow. So, and then he says to Gerald, Gerald, I want you to feel free. You know, these are some of my counselors, my advisors. Wow. I want you to feel free to just share with us what brought you to our village. Wow. Why did you come here? What, what an open door! <laughs> and this is this is the this is the man of peace he was looking yeah. for. He had not even got to the stage to explain to him that I'm looking for a man of peace. This is why I've come here. <laughs> and right. the man of peace is telling him, I know you've got a message. Wow. You need to tell us why you've come here. 
And so this that's the cue Gerald was waiting for. Yeah. He was able to explain that he had come with his family because he wanted to plant a church. He wanted to share about Jesus. Mm. He wanted to bring God's love into the village. He wanted to use healthcare as a way to minister to the needs, to the practical yeah. needs. But yeah. really, the motivation for that was that Jesus was was the message of the gospel was brought to this village. Yeah. And the chief yeah. said, he turned around, he looked at his cousin and said, there's anyone who objects to that? Because, you know, as I said, the Yao were known to be very hard. Yeah. But because they had heard this testimony from him about how loving a man the old was, everybody nodded and said, yes, we, you know, he's welcome. You know, we like people like him. If he, if he can do this to you, we are sure that he's able to do the same thing to anyone in our village. So he's welcome to share our message. That's so that, again, was the birth of a church that has grown now to several people in the community wow, who are wonderful. committed followers of Jesus because of Geraldo cleaning the wound of a, um, a chief. Yeah, and I, I've heard uh, other stories about how it has just gone on and has grown to other churches and other places and things like that. And the the foreign missionary, the the um, the uh, Western missionary that had been there earlier had worked there, not seen a lot of, you know, seen a little bit of fruit. But then when he came back, it seems like this and other things that God was doing has just created a massive movement now amongst his people. Definitely, definitely. They, it's, it's, it's just spreading like a bushfire. Wow. And um, um, attracting so many people who are attracted to the good things that God is doing through the church into the community. Yeah. It's, it has had such a powerful impact. Yeah. yeah. I was just going to say that this is why the you know it's the good news. Yes. Right? It's good news. It's not bad news. Yes. Or you might start a little bit with the bad news. You know, <laughs> you need a savior. But the yeah. good news comes and the good news covers everything in yeah. society, not just our, you know, where we're going to spend eternity, but how we're living our lives now and depending on God and the blessings that end up coming to our people and to our community as a result of it. I just love how both th this story and the previous one that you, we recorded with you has a lot to do with people using their skills in healthcare mm. and combining that mm. with uh, faith in Christ mm. and the love of God mm. and and an expectation too that God is going to transform mm. your your community and mm. bring blessing. Mm. Uh, amongst these workers, Calvin, I've noticed that there is a real understanding and a conviction that they are the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm, mm, mm. That if Jesus were to be walking in these villages, he would be attracted to yeah. the sick and the dying and the exactly. poorly, yeah. and he would want to do something. Yeah. So they use their training in primary health care as a tool to express that love of God, to express that the, the tangible love of Jesus, that it's not just words, yeah. there are actions that come with, with yeah. that, and those actions are powerful. Mm. There is also a conviction that um, um, quality of life mm. matters here on earth. Absolutely. It's not yeah. just get mm -hmm. saved and one day you'll go to heaven and all your sorrows will, yeah, yeah. will disappear. <laughs> but that, you know, there is a real, the good news is that here on earth, 
his kingdom god's kingdom can come through you and there is an expectation based on the teaching of scripture that life can be improved that there is a quality of life that's right that's why jesus healed the sick that's because right. it's important to be well in this life to be able to save him better with a healthy body yeah. so these these men who are doing these things that's they understand that and that's what they're bringing out and it's such a massive contrast with the prevailing worldview where people are fatalistic. Mm -hmm. If something wrong, if, if there is something wrong with them, they just assume that they've been bewitched. This is it. Or I'm going to die. Bad karma or it's exactly, sin or whatever. Exactly. That they, yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah. and so, it's 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 a it's interesting to see how they're bringing a, a biblical worldview that says, no, 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 we can we can resist these things, we can bring change in this life in the immediate, but. You know, this means also in the afterlife there is joy forever. But here on earth, yeah. God also wants you to enjoy life. So there is answers to, to health issues. There is answers to poverty issues. There is answers to all kinds of problems that the scriptures yeah. uh, present because God has made provision in Christ for all of those things. That's right. You know, you, you remind me of, uh, or this story reminds me of, of something that I heard a missionary when I was working in the Amazon say to me, he, he told me, Calvin, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. That's right. And so once you are showing that you do care, you genuinely care, you genuinely love them, mm. you want to help them, mm. then their hearts open up yeah. to the message that you yeah. want to share with them. Yeah. And, and the whole model of the, the churches that they are planted, planting, which are small churches that meet in homes, and mm. um, also... Uh, convey the same message, the message you're mentioning now, yeah. that or that Christ comes to them where they live yeah, that's right. and loves them where they are. Yeah. It's not, you know, come to the building that is over there and that's where we will do things. No, no, no. no. We, Christ goes into their village, he walks amongst them and in their context, in their situation, he loves them there and he wants to bring change in their lives there. Absolutely, that's so, right. Yes, there is a um, yeah, you know that's the that's the full gospel. That's what we sometimes call the full gospel. Yes. You know, is uh, um, <clears throat> oftentimes in the West, our Christianity has been well. You go to church, you believe the Bible, you know, you believe these certain things, and you're a Christian. Mm. But it's not always a lifestyle mm. change. Mm. And I mm. know as we've gone around the unreached world, and especially with Muslims, mm. they want they want a faith that covers all aspects mm. of life mm. they sort of think is is uh, that islam is that yeah you know that oh it gives us a way to live or it That's gives us right. right you know right. but i think also it's because people are looking for that mm. they don't just want something to believe mm. they want something to live mm. out and they want it to be real something mm. that each day mm. that they are they are living like christ living that out and when they see that mm then they they're they want to embrace it they're hungry for that they're they're hungry for life mm. and they don't see that necessarily in their particular religion or background or whatever mm. Mm. but when someone comes and lives that amongst them mm. and their motivation is really you know just to be there to help and to love people then they want to hear what they have to say they want to hear what motivates them to do this yep, yep. definitely yeah. that's true so that's exciting. Thank you so much for another awesome, uh, you know, story about what God's doing in other places in Africa amongst the unreached peoples. And uh, I'm sure our audience with God Network News is going to love this story. So thank you very much, Chef, and for thank sharing you. this with us. Thank you for having me, Calvin.